The following is a B-Man Studio production. I'm Ben. I'm Barry. And this is Two, Two Beers and a Microphone. microphone. You, why do you always fuck that part up? Good morning, good morning, it's a happy day. What? <laughs> I thought I'd change it up. I thought I'd do something a little exciting. That was uh, certainly, certainly exciting. It could be that somebody's listening to us in the wee hours <laughs> of the morning, and it's a very good morning thus far. Yes. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, eggs and bacon, come on downstairs. To be in the one am is on the air. It's too much. Too, too. Shit. It's the morning, man. I'm one of those jive podcasters. Boo! Dingo and the baby. Hamer doesn't like that. <laughs> There's inappropriate Elmo. Inappropriate Elmo! And so, of course, now the guy that plays Elmo really is inappropriate he Elmo. Really, he really is an inappropriate <laughs> man, isn't he? Why, you know. He's stupid uh, young boys. You know. Well, he was. Well, that's true. Although he, he, he does. Stayed that. Do you it, think he? Do you think he actually like took Elmo with him though, or does he get paid royalties for? For like, uh, I got I gotta think that like he owns, he owns the Elmo voice. It's his right. copyright. Right. He did it for Jim Henson Workshop, but but it's his right. Elmo voice. So they have to license it from him. I would guess if they're gonna redo it. Uh, probably, I guess. Otherwise, it's just a just a furry red monster, which is an innuendo for something. Do you think he used the 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 Elmo voice as he was fucking the young boys? Well, <laughs> Elmo loves a purpose. Yes. Well, you know, I was thinking when you brought this up that if in fact he did use Elmo as a lure, to <laughs> we're talking like Catholic priest type. Oh, like scary kind oh. of stuff. You know what I mean? Don't tell your parents! <laughs> I mean, that's like up there with like priest molesting all the you know, You know, here's the thing is uh, in all seriousness and, and I don't, inappropriate inappropriate Elmo aside yeah. I believe I believe that what he did was it was wrong. Um, you, you, you need to you know, if you're gonna have you're gonna have sex with somebody, it needs to be of age. past the well, I guess it was technically past, you know, it was the age of consent, which I get. Well, age of consent is eighteen though. No, right? actually I think in New York it's sixteen, which oh. is how he got away with it. <laughs> oh, I see. Um but uh he really even eighteen, I don't know. I you know, yeah. No, I, I'm not gay myself, but if I'm gonna have sex with somebody who's young, yeah, I'm gonna make sure that you know there's an age difference of at least ten years, because you just don't wanna. And I think that's where a lot of and, and I, I, I think America gets caught up in homosexuality. Okay. And I think what and I don't, be, don't And be, I'm pretty sure he didn't use the Elmo voice. To, we should. Not. We should. You know, well, we, this is a comedy show. It's, it's a com- yeah, it's a comedy broadcast. But but in all seriousness, you know, you shouldn't be using, you know, Muppets to lure young 
no. young children. No. Now, old people, that's a whole separate game. I would use Elmo to, like, you know, lure some poor, helpless 80-year-old woman who has a little bit of dementia, you know, okay. and then fuck her brains out. I would just, I would just mercilessly fuck her, and she'd be like, "What's going on?" And then I, <laughs> Emma, what's this? Well, who are you? Why are you doing that voice? Because Emma's a dirty, dirty, dirty muppet, you know. And just really, just confuse the hell out of her, but just like shag her rotten, you know. Like let the loose skin, let the flab just, just flap all over the place, you know. Like one of those, one of those fucking crazy ass dogs who've got all those wrinkles and shit. You ever see that? You know, you like bite. a Sharpay? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just flab and wrinkles and skin, and just, just let it go all around in this haze of confusion and muppetry and, mmm, huh. Um, <clears throat> I think I just figured out our uh, our opening music for the episode. <laughs> oh no! Um, <laughs> so what I, what I was talking about a moment ago and trying, um, I think America yeah. gets caught up uh, in homosexuality to the point that that they take like what the what pedophiles do. Right now, pedophiles mol- molest. All right, young- so this is this is a good topic of conversation. Was he a pedophile? I, I would say he's closer to a pedophile than he was. You think so? Because not all homosexuals are pedophiles. And I think when America, when, when I think when John Q. Public sitting okay. at home, who is not really pro, but these kids were age of consent. They were. He met the legal standard. But it's still, it's a little creepy though. Like, I, I would say. That's why he's not going to jail. It, so he got off on a technicality. But I think really, when you're talking sixteen. I remember when I was 16. and it, So what if it was 18 and you waited until they were just barely 18? Is that even, a technicality? It, it is. It, no, at that point, it's completely legal. But still, you have to ask the question, though. Well, with 16, it's legal. I know. But I think, I think when the, in the eyes of the law is different than in the eyes of, of a person's – their oh, brain. Their brain there's, a moral, there's a moral age is what you're saying. I think at the age of 16, I don't think – You didn't have sex at the age of 16? No. You didn't. No, I did a lot of masturbating, but I wasn't doing any any sex. See, dude, I was sixteen, maybe just barely seventeen when I when I had my first experience. But it was probably someone close to your age, though. Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, well, actually, it was with a fifteen year old. So, but but I'm, but again, with someone that's an adult, though, I think that at that point they're taking advantage of a person. Now, you may be sexually ready to go. So here's a good question. <laughs> yeah, an eighteen year old. Okay, who's technically an adult mm-hmm. having sex with a fifteen-year-old? Yeah, I think with that, while that is technically statutory rape, so and again, three years difference. I know. And I think they can I, go to the same school. Age is age is one of those weird things, though. And I mean, a really, freshman girl, freshman girl cheerleader, sleeps with the you know quarterback, right? Uh, senior quarterback. It. It's a it's an age old story. Yeah, you know. I think that's socially that's acceptable. statutory rape. I think it is in the eyes of the law. I mean, I, I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen people. You know, you hear the stories of the of the people that are kind of held to that. I yes, think it depends yeah. on it uh, depends on on the parental folks. I mean, I don't usually statutory rape is only enforced, and this is true, in matters where the um, the assailant is black, a black man. And the uh, victim is a younger uh, white woman. 
that 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 statute is used all the time in um, uh, the South to send young black men to jail, and they serve time for that shit. And then when they come out, they're a sexual predator. Well, thank you, thank you, uh, South of the Mason Dixon line for for doing that because they God, contribute so much, don't they? God knows that they're not doing anything else down there of <laughs> any great moral authority. Um, so we've been entirely too heavy. Yes, we have. Let's talk about some some other stuff. Tits here. and a holes. Tits and a holes. So is that, are those your spring plans? Tits and a holes. Um, hopefully in the, both. In that, oh, okay. So that's great. Tits and a holes. On the same person? Or are we talking like you're the a hole and there's tits involved? There you go. Okay. So do you have any other spring plans now that we're getting towards that? Oh my goodness! Easter's you know, past us. I I'm I'm a big fan of. You know, looking ahead to the next season, not the season that I'm in. So now that it's spring, I'm thinking about summer. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy, yeah. especially when in Vermont, where our weather goes by. That's not sure, sure. And you know, spring is such a short time that I don't really enjoy it. Um, but I don't enjoy it for many different reasons. I mean, spring is just—I um, don't like it when the when the weather starts warming up. I like it when it's warm. Yeah, when it stays warm. But I don't like the buds on the trees and the what? rabbits coming out and the birds chirping and all that shit. Put me into, like, you know, a forest in the middle of the summertime and I'm good, you know. But in the spring, yeah, I, I hate the spring, man. Spring spring is not sprung for me, you know. It's like uh, summer has a purpose. Fall has a purpose. Winter in Vermont certainly has a purpose. Uh, spring, I just could do without Really? Don't like it. Uh, see, I of all the seasons that I if I could pick to choose to drop, yeah. I would drop winter without a doubt. Spring is like by far like for me perfect because fucking winter is gone. Yeah. And it's the the harbinger of summer. So for me it's it's when I see that we get the buds and the rabbits and the birds chirping is like fuck the winter is gone. Yeah. Now we're moving on to the, to the rest of the year. Well, sure. But uh, the mud's a pain. I'll, I'll admit that the muddiness is is difficult to take, especially living part time on a dirt road. Well, the the mud is tough. The mud is tough, and it, it's, what's especially tough is when it dries out, and then people drive on it, and you know, it kicks up all the dust and everything yeah. like that. And people can actually die from cancer uh, of the butt uh, as a result of the dust. I think that's a different back road, but only <laughs> only if they're breathing through their butt. Which I, I've Vermonters, seen do Vermonters, that. Vermonters do that now and again. How's yeah. your woodchuck, by the way? We're because we're talking spring. We're drinking uh, woodchuck spring. It sucks. Well, it does a little. I don't. Uh, um, Sarah and I were at a well last last episode. We were talking about we went to Limitless Fallen. Before we went that, we went and we had dinner with some folks, and we had um, woodchuck cider. And it brought me back to the, to, the, to the thought that I really don't like it anymore. Mm. I used to like I used to like a hard cider. Okay. But it's now maybe since I progressed to to gin, mm. that it's like drinking juice, like fermented juice. Well, it is. I mean, it's me, not me, like it. it. It in fact is. Yeah, it's like it's like Mott's gone bad. How about that? So no. You know. Um, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, of gin. Yeah. Um, but have you tried you know have you tried bourbon or single malt scotch or any of those 
um, a few times. You you yeah. are the one. You've been there every time that okay. I that I've been into the the single malt scotch. Well, you know, it's it's an expensive it's an expensive thing. I mean, once you get into that, there's no going back. See, but there's I also I don't know if I'll ever get into it that much. No, I don't know. It's an expensive thing. Now that I'm divorced, I really can't afford it. Yeah, but um, you know, I used to I used to have quite a lot of it. And, I remember uh, that that we yeah we would uh, yeah. we'd have some <clears throat> yeah sure single malt scotch bourbon. I think the uh, favorite thing I ever had with you though yes. um, was the maple. What was the that was sapling? The, the sapling. Yeah, because I made a I made a mixed drink from it, the Vermonter. <laughs> yeah, that was it was good. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I, you know, I have not really dabbled in that. Although I, I'll tell you what. Um, with a friend of mine, I did I did get um, some maple rum that was quite good, mm. uh, and with maple rum, a little bit of bitters and some ice, that shit was good. Tried it with with Pepsi, wasn't as good. Ugh. God, yeah, it wasn't about, as good. How about maple rum over vanilla ice cream, Benji? Well, that would be all right, except for the fact that then you're kind of watering down your ice cream and you're kind of milking up your liquor, and that. You know, the combination, <clears throat> although it sounds good, it's like if you were actually were to pour Kahlua or maple rum on top of ice cream, it just doesn't do it for you, man. It just it sounds like it should, but it just doesn't. It, it's how, all watery and nasty. And How about a maple rum caramel sauce for on top of the ice cream? Well, I'd like it on top of your cock, but I'm not <laughs> sure about on top of uh, ice cream. I mean, that's... Cause you could you could probably reduce the maple rum and make like a you know add some sugar make a caramel maybe. If anyone knows how to do that, please email that recipe to two b one m email at gmail dot com, and we would love to check that out. Do you know I always hoped that someday we could we could do a a two b one m cooking spectacular. <laughs> Is that right? Because, well, as you can oh, see, be dangerous. We are we are near nearby to the kitchen st- st- kitchen stadium here oh, my. in the Man Studio. So. Uh, having it's a cooking not, show. It's not out of the realm of possibility to do a cooking episode. You know, we could we could film that shit and we could put it up on YouTube. We could do we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something else. That would be fucking hilarious. So maybe to come. All we right. We do a, a we'll do a cooking spectacular. spectacular. Yeah. And uh, I think we have to do we ha- you know I don't know if those those remember way back when when we had a zombie episode and we had. Those women here, and I, I wasn't here because I was in the hotel. Yes, that time. you were. Um, but that was fucking cool. We should, we should have those, those you, girls. You back. You want to have those ladies back again? Who, who, who were those masked <laughs> Avengers? Uh, Kathleen and Rachel. Kathleen and Rachel. And then Rachel, I believe, still listens to the, the show. So, if Rachel, Ka- if you're Kathleen, listening. stopped. Um, I don't think she we stopped too, per se. She, she, she grew um, what you call it, uh, a, a taste for life. She grew a taste for life, and and, and we are, a sense of humor. And she decided, rightfully so, that we were in bad taste. Good for her. Yeah. So um, I actually respect the hell out of her for but that. I bet she would still come down and, and do another zombie episode. Would um, she? Now, are you caught up to? Uh, are you still watching The Walking Dead? Or I am, but I'm not. Uh, you know, ever since the glass went to that dude's bad guy's eye, the governor, the yeah. governor's <laughs> eye, uh, I haven't, I haven't gone from there. Um, and and to tell you the truth, I think I'm done. Really? Yeah, I think I'm done. I I uh, I'm done primarily because obviously my television has a glass thing glass issue, so it's hard for me to watch. So while it's being taped at another location, mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm now, now like six episodes behind, and I'm afraid. Yes. I fear that it's going to go the route of Fringe because with Fringe I stopped watching. I got like five episodes behind, never got caught up, and never watched another episode of Fringe after like second and a half, between the second season, like halfway through the second season. Yeah, I mean, I watched all the Fringe episodes, and and halfway through the second season, I mean, you saw all the best episodes right there. I mean, it, okay. just, it it jumped the shark at some point, and certainly hey. this uh, the. You know, I think The Walking Dead has really jumped the shark. I think it, eventually a show just it gets popular. They run it for a while, but you know, you know, deep down in their hearts, they're like, "Oh man, this thing—we're just dragging this shit out for money." I think the problem too, um, and, and again, I mean, I like it, but I'm so desensitized now to the zombies that what no, they're just in the background. They're like, "Yeah, whatever." And I still remember sitting on this very couch, and it was Halloween evening. Yeah. Like three years ago, and I was first. I had, I had seen the previews. And I said, I I really want to watch this, but I don't want to watch. Sure. This. But I sat down. It was like eleven o'clock at night on Halloween. Dark. You as grabbed hell, your pillow. And I was sat here, and it. I watched it, and I was so engulfed by it. Wow. Well, yeah. And so by the end of the first season, I I began to face my fears by having watched this. Of you know the the fears of of the living dead. Sure. And so, like, the second season came, like, I can watch this. I love this now. I'm, like, into, like, the soap opera factor of it. And now, like, it's into the third season. It's, like, the zombie, they pop up, and it's, like, I don't even bat an eyelash at it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, in, you know, it's like it's like watching anything else. You're, like, oh, okay, there's a cow. Oh, there, there's a zombie. So, I will stay for the story. Okay. So, if, if the story is good, I will maintain. Now, up in this first, this, the first couple episodes I've seen in this third season have been a little slow. But uh, I, I will get caught up in and make a determination. But yes, I will get in touch with our friends Kathleen and Rachel, and if you want to have them down uh, for a special spectacular, we can do that. I love your spectacular. Doesn't have man. to be a zombie spectacular. I'm, I'm, you know, we could talk about lots of things. We could do we could do a cooking zombie spectacular. Ah, that's a good idea. We, we could just do that. combine shit, <laughs> shit that don't that shouldn't be combined. We could do that. You know? Okay. We could do. I think if you were to do a, a cooking show slash zombie spectacular, what that actually would be, I think it would be something like Breaking Bad. So we could cook meth in your in your home, <laughs> and do a do a do a poor job so that you you couldn't sell it, you know. But but try anyway. <laughs> we'll probably kill ourselves doing it. But and, I think if we're gonna do that, we should just go down two, two doors down. Yeah, and do it right. Get in on. Uh, hey, uh, hey, guys! You mind if we come in and use your meth lab for a few episodes? They'll let you, huh? Scary but true. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. Have we ever done this before? No, but uh, as listeners have noticed, we are having technical issues at the back end of the show. So I am gonna, I, I'm gonna try something new because Holy I've done shit. everything known to man. Yes. Take a quick break. We're gonna take a quick break. Maybe I'll play some kind of funny clip. I'll play some music coming back in. It'll all be done in post. So you stay right there. Hello, Mudda. Hello, Fada. The ghost I'm of stuck Alan. in Camp Granada. Alan Sherman. Thank you, everybody. We'll be right back. Hello, Mudda. Hello, Fada. Here I am at Camp Granada. Camp is very entertaining. And they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining. I went hiking 
with Joe Spivey. He developed poison ivy. You remember Leonard Skinner. He got ptomaine poisoning last night after dinner. All the counselors hate the waiters. And the lake has alligators. And the head coach wants no sissies. So he reads to us from something called Ulysses. Now I don't want this should scare you. But my bunkmate has malaria. You remember Jeffrey Hardy. They're about to organize a searching party. Take me home, oh Matafada, take me home. I hate Granada, don't leave me out in the forest where I might get eaten by a bear. Take me home, I promise I will not make noise or mess the house with other boys. Oh, please don't make me stay. I've been here one whole day. <laughs> Dearest father, darling mother, how's my precious little brother? Let me come home if you miss me. I would even let Aunt Bertha hug and kiss me. Wait a minute, it stopped hailing. Guys are swimming, guys are sailing. Playing baseball, gee, that's better. Modafada, kindly disregard this letter. And we're back to the 1M. Hope you enjoyed the very first break ever. I, our podcast. I couldn't handle it. I just stared at the fucking wall the whole time. And uh, did did you enjoy the little clip I played? Uh, I it brought me back to my childhood. Okay, good. Now now I have something to go by in post. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one thing uh, that we that we didn't get into in the previous episode, and I was amazed by this because I was reading on the Huffington Post and actually all over. Are you are you hearing about this Amanda Knox? retrial again in Italy? No, no, I'm not. Tell so, me about this. Okay, so like a year and a half ago, she was formally acquitted, and for both folks are not, uh, not remembering, Amanda Knox was uh, an Italian student abroad, or she's American abroad, studying in Italy. There was, uh, her roommate got murdered. She was originally blamed for it. Um, she says that it was her boyfriend who murdered the woman, and so there was this long trial going on. She was convicted. She was acquitted. She was retried. Oh my God! They appealed, going on forever. And and so we're reading the news today. Um, apparently, they are they are extricating her from the states, which like a year and a half ago they said that would never happen. They said that you know when she was acquitted, that the Italian government would never. They're extraditing her back to Italy because they're going to retry her again. This is the and and there was like a bunch of news about this a while ago, but again, it basically boils down to the Italian appeal process is very unique, and so they would have had to have you know some huge basis, and even that most likely would not have been gone to trial. But but it's also why like the U the United States is actually extra is you know extra, extradited extraditing an American citizen back to Italy. Yeah, there was a so I wasn't sure. It sounds like that's crazy. I mean, um, I know that 
extradition is one of those things that is hugely political. Oh, very much. And um, there's no way an American citizen can ever be extradited to another country once they've been acquitted unless there are extenuating circumstances such that, in fact, they found new evidence that leads to the fact that she is, in fact, guilty and maybe, shit. And maybe that's it. But again, it was like, I was just amazed by it. I heard about that. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, this... And, and even still, the State Department, really, it's their job to protect American citizens abroad. So what the fuck are they doing allowing this fucking to go on? And it, I mean, I remember the story, like, the 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 Italian prison's not, like, fun. I mean, John Kerry is our new Secretary of State, so you can't even blame that on Hillary Clinton anymore. I can no. blame a lot of shit on Hillary Clinton. I blame my divorce on Hillary Clinton. Really? Yeah. Old, uh... Old Kankles Clinton. <laughs> Old Kankles Clinton. She broke up my marriage. Um, That's sad. Well, you know, I'm not saying that she. I'm not saying that that she interfered. I'm not saying that she slept with me or my ex. I'm saying that she was the result of the fact that we got divorced. It was, it was traumatic. It was over Hillary Clinton, and there was not much she could do or say other than to just address the fact that you know it was it was hillary care <laughs> that wonderful hillary care that, that just that just it meant the beginning of the end and um you know as a result of that you know but but now john Kerry is secretary of state so i can't blame shit on him no you know well, we, he, we he's boring he oh but he's not you know senator john Kerry reporting no, for duty there's no there's no carry care that doesn't even sound right. No. Carry care, and he's and he's banging um, the Heinz ketchup lady, right? He's just banging Heinz ketchup, dude. He's just shoving his dick into the fucking bottle. You know he is. He actually added the fifty eighth flavor, the white sauce that we talked about in the oh, previous episode. Oh my, yes, John Kerry's white his, sauce, dipping his cock in that. Mm, feels so creamy. Uh, so I did some research quickly while you were talking about Hill Care. Oh, is that where you were? Because I was trying to like draw this out so that you would. Have some time to do whatever. You know, so, we didn't have one break. We actually had two. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, you I do. talked over top of one of them. <laughs> so, they're saying that there were procedural errors okay. that led to the uh, the acquittal. Back of uh, back, uh, I forget how long. Whose errors? Hers. Well, it's saying in any case, the judicial saga likely to continue. It'll be months before a date is set for the new trial to be held in Florence instead of Perugia, Perugia, because the small town has only one appellate court, which already acquitted her. Prosecution and defense teams must also weigh details of the ruling, explaining why the high court concluded there were procedural errors in the trial that acquitted Knox um, and her boyfriend. Florence is a lovely city, man. If you're going to be retried for the fifth time, have it be in Florence. And, it's a uh, fucking lovely city. I mean, the food alone. Do you think the food in Italian prisons are like the is the best? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're they're giving her, you know, like freaking barilla pasta and. Hey, it's a good pasta. Uh, hey, you know, hey some nice fromage. You know, uh, I'm sure they're you know they're treating her. They're they're treating her right. They're treating her right. They're not you know they're not speaking Klingon to her like you clearly were just now. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta do the hand. People can't see this is radio, but people can't see my hand going. Ah, uh, how about that? Yeah. No, but every time you say that though, they're holding their ears just a little bit. Yeah, wipe off my microphone. That's great. That's fit on that. That's fantastic. Um, I I'm guessing. It, let me rephrase this. If you had to go to prison. Wait a minute. If I had to, okay, go well, ahead. I mean, I'm, let's say that you. No, were, no, all right. I'm, I'm with you. If I had to go to prison, do do you think that going to prisons in in the states here 
is is preferred or do you think there's a better place in the world to go to prison besides the United States? There there actually is. Okay. Um, and if you're going to go to prison, it turns out that the place you want to go is Denmark. Really? Yeah. For the pot? <laughs> uh, Denmark has no life without the possibility of parole. Okay. The longest sentence anyone's ever served there has been 35 years. And they are heavy, heavy, heavy into rehabilitation. They do not jail people. What they do is they send them to basically these supervised centers where they're constant, it's constant psychotherapy that they're, that they're getting, and they are rehabilitating them into productive members of the society. And it's, it's restorative justice to the nth degree. Cool. Um, but then they're, you know, they are raping them uh, before they leave. That's part of it. Um, so you know, even tax evasion, you get raped. <laughs> but but you're getting raped, you know, essentially by Vikings, so that can't be all that bad. Well, they've been doing it for years, so. Well. <laughs> you think that you think there are some people that in Denmark that want to be raped and therefore they it's, go out. It's a make- systematic rape. It's not like, hey, I'm going to single you out for rape. It's just, it's like, okay, put your finger here. Okay, put your asshole here. Okay, I'm going to put my dick here. Right. And it's it's very. It's systematic now. It's not so Viking. It's not like I'm going to conquer you. You know, it's it's more um, Nazi in flavor. Oh, that's my thing. That's my favorite flavor. <laughs> you know, there's the, the, the new Lay's um, sriracha. There's the uh, the sour cream and onion. There's then there's the, the twist. There's the twist. That's twist. nice. And then there's Nazi flavor. Nazi flavor. So yeah, that's good. It's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You feel like the potato chips? You feel like this? No. The chips are gassed just a little bit. Oh no! With the, <laughs> I was, uh, I'll, I'll say it. no, no. I blaze now. Oh god, don't, don't. I, I shouldn't do don't. it. Don't. I should keep that. <laughs> no. Okay. This is a family show. Yeah. This is a family just, show. You know, listeners, I just want to level with you for a moment. Um, the joke that I was going to share with with you all um, is very distasteful. I will share with Benji off the air, please. And then, um, if it's worthwhile, I might work it into my comedy routine. <laughs> I've been working on that. Have you? I, your, your comedy routine? Yeah, I, I don't want to get into it right now, but uh, in a future episode, I'm going to work out. I, my bit is the fat latchkey kid. Mm. That's going to be my climax of my of my of my my set. <sighs> all right. Okay. And it just doesn't sound good. No. But, but I I, I got this all worked out. I'm sure it's you know, it's it'll be it'll be what it'll be. And now in the in the waiting minutes of this program, anything you want to bring up? I know I've been. Dominating the conversation. Dominating, just just with a with a whip and chains. Yeah. And just no. I was actually wondering, you know, if you were uh, planning on, uh, you know, s- sending anyone off to camp this summer. No. No. No one's going off to camp. Too young. And you're you're in the process of moving, are you not? We are in the process. I've been uh, uh, removing lots of years of boxes and bins and mm-hmm. bags, and I'm in the process now of starting to. Uh, Take down walls and plaster and start working on uh, renovating. So, yeah. so you're a busy fucking dude. Busy fucking dude. And, and hopefully, uh, when it's all done, we'll have a wonderful new uh, broadcast studio. Ooh. We'll get ourselves out of the city of the B Man Studios. Will be will be a, a an actual reality. A reality, yeah. Well, it's still gonna be a living room, but it'll be new digs. It's a B Man Studios production. Roger, it's so inbred. And I have to go take a dump. I gotta go. <laughs> so. Thank you for that. But now I have this great visual image of you. Just it's a good way to leave our listeners, too. Yeah, that's great. Just taking a dump.
Caught that deuce is wild Three kings in a row I turn that diamond to